This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. They did the opening ceremony. I missed it in the morning. I just caught the very end of it with the, all the teams walking in. John Legend performed. It was awesome. I do love the opening ceremony. <clears throat> Me too. The two ceremonies are the ones that I love to watch, the opening and the closing. Opening usually is what I usually look for. The closing sometimes is not the best. But My- closing will tell you what the next country is going to be. Oh. Sometimes they come in and they perform too. Okay. So I love the opening ceremony of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I love diving. I love obviously the swimming stuff. Everything gymnastics. Yeah. My husband will watch the basketball. And I do I do love track. So I will watch Oh yes, track. of course. Yeah, track. I love yeah. track. Everything yes. track. All of that I usually watch. Cycling sometimes I'll watch. Rowing sometimes I'll watch. Uh That's all of it. Yeah, it's basically all of it. You love it. I like Summer Olympics. I don't like Winter Olympics so much. I don't like skiing and ice skating and all of that stuff. Okay. In the Winter Olympics, I love watching the ice skating and I like the curling. (laughs) (laughs) It's so intense. Oh my god, it's the best. Like you don't you think it's so corny and then you start watching it and like ten minutes in you're like, Oh my god, sweep it faster. Like it's amazing. It's really quite an art, you know? Uh, but I'm excited about gymnastics because my kids are uh, really into gymnastics, especially Eden. He's like obsessed. And so this is the first time he's going to get to watch the Olympics and yeah. watch gymnastics. And I remember the first time I watched gymnastics in the Olympics. And that was the 1994 Olympics. We were here visiting from Saudi yeah. for the summer. And I was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Because it was my first like memory of the yeah. Olympics, you know, yeah. for basketball. It was like the dream team and all this yeah. stuff. So I the Olympics always bring up great memories. So I was sure if it was going to be good because of the COVID the la- of it all, Yeah, the last Olympics I wasn't so into it. I don't know why. I just was sort of out of it. Yeah, I don't Olympics think I seems- remember. Yeah. What did I do? Oh, we were... We were in like the midst of, I think, my yeah. son's treatment yeah. still. So it yeah. was just like not in the front yeah. of our and I, was, I don't know what I was going through, but I did not enjoy it. I didn't watch much of it at all. Yeah. But this Olympics, for some reason, feels so different. And then because we almost didn't, didn't have it, right? Yeah. And we had to cancel last year. But also now that Maya is so much into swim. Yeah. It makes a difference because now she's watching it. She's looking at swimmers and learning from them and they're analyzing yeah. it. So it's kind of even more technical now. So do you watch the Olympics and get encouraged to do more movement in your life? Or do you get encouraged mm-hmm. to sit more firmly in the couch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make me do want to do more movement. <laughs> like- 
am appreciative of I'm like I was just I was just talking to Maya and I was like look at them they persevered through a bad year they didn't even know if they were gonna have Olympics if they were going to even be able to perform um, and they made it through and look just to make it to the Olympics is such a great feat you don't even have to win a medal just to be there to, to compete with the rest of the world I'm giving her this lecture you know, sitting, and in the back of my mind I did nothing of that sort I do nothing of that sort well also like you know, I watch them and I'm like, I could be encouraged to move around more, but then it's like, I'm so far away from these athletes yeah. that I'm like, what's the point? Let me just yeah. fucking eat my pizza. And I was, yeah, and I, was thinking, I was thinking to myself, what am I doing with my life and contributing? And then I was like, one needs people who are funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's our contribution. Hey, and we're raising kids who maybe me, me, Yeah. I know. Maybe. Maybe not. Probably not. But yeah, we have our genetics. Well, yeah, they're still in the delusion phase, so, you know, we're <laughs> trying. Not? Well, speaking of delusion, this week on Housewives, there was so much delusion. Ugh, it was delusion central. Beverly Hills was an acid trip. Yeah. New York was a drunk fest. It was like... Yeah. It became very obvious between both of them that white ladies are used to just saying shit and then... And assuming that the world has been convinced of their nonsense and just like moving on with their life. Yeah. Assuming is the right word. Assuming. The world yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Just looks we don't call it out enough, right? Yeah, we don't because you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. They're delusional. You can't, you cannot argue with delusion. No. Yeah. So, who do you want to start with first? Beverly Hills. We have a lot. I have a lot to say. So let's do Beverly Hills then. <laughs> okay. Where in the lies do you want to start? <laughs> so let's start with let's set the stage. The ladies yeah. go to La Quinta, which the whole time Kyle is talking about it, I'm like, like La in and. Like Sweet. looking in, in entrance. She's like, she's staying at the uh, Garcella staying at the hotel. Lakinda, it's a nice place, really. Okay. I was just very confused, but it turns yeah. out Kyle's her little house in Palm Spring is called Lakinda. I guess in that, I guess it's the resort. It's the golf resort with homes on it too, and so oh. it's called Lakinda. Well, they go there. All the ladies are packing. I have to point this out because of the shame that I had to endure last week as a result of the shit that I said about dogs. Mm -hmm. But we do open up with Lisa and her dog, and I just mm -hmm. want to say I'm sorry, dogs and dog owners. Okay. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I'm never going to have to apologize to them again. Okay, well, let's just put it to bed. I'm sorry. They opened up on it. I was like, oh, fuck. Look at this adorable dog and like a neck, whatever, the cone, neck cone or whatever. Yeah, and she was, she obeyed Lisa too. She was like, Lisa said, sit. She obeyed and she was like, being so good. Ugh, sorry. But the neck cone typically makes them obey because they're like so bothered by it. They're like, I can't move. I feel trapped. I'll listen to you. Yeah. So the ladies are packing for La Quinta, and while they're doing that, we go to Erica Jane, who is saying goodbye to the clubhouse, as if we spent all this time there. Erica is doing all these things and talking mm -hmm. about her life and this, like, I have to say goodbye to this life thing, mm -hmm. as if she has spent seasons letting us in. She's never let us in. And any it of took this. me a while, and I'm looking, I'm like, what are we talking about? Where are we? What is this place? <laughs> Where are 
we? Where are we? What is this place? Why are we? This doesn't look like a bedroom in your home because your her home is like such Spanish style old school. Yeah. Where is this? What, yeah. What is this? Who the yeah. fuck is Erica anyway? And then yeah. also she keeps talking about how, oh, we did this here and we wrote the book here and we did plan this. And I was like, oh, okay. So this place used to be a tax write-off. Yes. That's why you're so sad. Yeah. Because you used yeah. to write off your taxes mm-hmm. by doing shit here. Got mm-hmm. it. The $40,000 per month yeah. expense. Where did Tom's money go? Tom's money went there. That's yes. where it went. So all of this stuff where Erica is like, what did I do? Where did I hide the money? Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. It's like, Erica, every season when you've talked about how it takes you $50,000 to be Erica Jane every single mm-hmm. month, that money is a tax write-off, honey. And that's where mm-hmm. they get to hide the money. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. how that shit works. Like, so f- they, they literally think there's barrels of cash that, yeah. like, they're hiding somewhere underneath, like, no. cushions, cow cushions and inside of upholstery. No, no, like, no. Yeah, Tom is not smart enough to have hoarded money and shipped it off to the Cayman Islands. And yeah. that's not where the money is. Tom literally was living beyond his means and overspending. That's why he had to take from Peter to pay Paul. And that's what he was doing. So yes. he wasn't being smart. And, yes, there's no money left except in assets, which... By the way, Erica, you hold on to because yes. you took away all of that. And Erica is an asset. That's the exactly. thing. That's what people keep missing is Erica Jane, the artist and this yes. whole persona, right. this trophy that Tom made. Erica mm-hmm. is the asset. And I yes. think Erica is very aware that she is the asset, mm-hmm. which is why she as an asset is trying to cut herself out by divorcing Correct. this man. Correct. Correct. So, I don't know, it just cracked me up because she keeps yeah. trying to have these really emotional moments and I'm like, bitch, yeah. I don't fucking know you. Uh, imagine that you are married to somebody for 20 years mm-hmm. and everybody has been saying what gold digger you are. Finally comes a moment when your husband is going through early stages of dementia. And allegedly. this is allegedly, but some, some, some sickness of some sort, allegedly. This would be your opportunity to prove everybody wrong and mm-hmm. that you are in it because you love this man. Yeah. Despite everything, you're going to uh, stick in the marriage and you're going to be there until death do you part. Mm-hmm. But that's not what you do. So I, what are you? Are you a gold digger or not? She is. <laughs> it's right. uh, if you were in it for love, wouldn't you stay through all of his illness? She is a gold digger. She was in it for the money and now she found out that the money may she may lose it and she thought she could get away with it by divorcing him, which is not how it's happening because she's dumb enough to not realize that most of his money is an investment in her. Yes. So she also keeps telling us different stories. So, okay, let's talk really quickly about the stupid trip, but really just talk about Erica. So the ladies go to La Quinta, Kyle and Kathy cook, and nobody trusts it, especially not Kathy. Their antics are so dumb, I have to say. Kyle is trying to sell us this thing where, like, she's kooky Kyle and, like, all this stuff. And here's the thing. I believe that Kathy is, like, this, like, aloof person. 
this mm-hmm. whole season. But this episode, I was like, you guys are putting up a front and I don't want to watch this yeah, stupid show. Yeah. And also Kyle just, Kyle thinks that laughing really hard and almost peeing her pants is a personality trait, just like she thinks doing splits and hair flips is a personality trait. And neither are and they don't make you that interesting. Yeah. The ladies are there, they get to the house and they find that Erica is coming a little bit later because Erica and Tom were in court and their assets were frozen because of allegedly $2 million of inappropriate use. Dorit says she understands because she too is married to a scammer. (laughs) She's like, I understand because this happened to me as well. Remember, PK? Like, it's so funny because... One, Dorit has to make it about herself, but two, it's like, Dorit, in the effort to make it about yourself, you're actually admitting to us all that your husband is also a scammer. <laughs> right. And then Rina is like, what does frozen assets mean? I'm like, bitch, you all know what frozen assets mean. You all live in Beverly Hills. I know. All, of you, all of you know what frozen assets mean. You all understand the legalese. Don't pretend that you don't quite understand what's happening here. Yeah, they're playing so fucking dumb. <laughs> then Erica arrives and everybody is very supportive. And Erica is just, oh my lord. God help us. It's so hard for me. Like, yeah, just the, the most melodramatic shit. Yeah. It seems like whatever classes she took with Eileen a couple of seasons ago when she got that spot on a soap. <laughs> She really, really leaned into it because what a performance. Oh, yeah, she entered and she paused <laughs> with her hand to her eyes. and The finger to her nose. pressing down on fingers on her nose, fingers under her nose. Like she's going to just push us on her nose. She'll stop crying and she's just holding all these emotions. Rena was trying to act. Rena was like, oh, this is a master class. Let me learn. <laughs> Rina's like, oh, we're doing this now? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me let me get in here. Then Kyle was like, wait, wait, wait. I was I was in Little House of the Prey. <laughs> let me let me join in. I was in Halloween. I was in Halloween. Let me bring you some tissue. Uh, they, they're <laughs> and Crystal is like, uh, no, I don't play this. Yes. I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to be in this group. She's like physically trying to stay away from it. She literally was like, I am not going to touch this bitch with a 10 foot pole. Okay. Like, like, I've known you for two minutes. I'm not going down with this. Yeah. And, 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 you know, she says it. If it's $2 million of inappropriate use or two, you owe somebody a little bit of money for somebody as rich as Erica and Tom, that thing goes away by just writing a small check. She's like, these amounts are very insignificant so it doesn't make sense why they wouldn't just do it also people don't understand in order for something to get to the point where it's a frozen asset for a judgment to happen it doesn't happen overnight Mm -hmm. you are given a lot of notices that you owe somebody money over several years Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it takes a long time for it to get to the point where a judge says that you owe this person money and now your assets will be frozen. Right. It, right. it it doesn't just happen overnight. So this whole thing where Erica's like, oh, I don't know how I got roped into it and I didn't know and blah, blah, blah. Like it's a bunch of bullshit. And also mm-hmm. that money that they owe likely has also racked into it tons of interest over time because that's mm-hmm. how debt works yeah. in America. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why Crystal 
being the smart Asian woman that she is, she's like, fuck you guys. I'm not falling yeah. for this shit. Yeah. And so we've been watching Crystal and Sutton go at it, right? But both Crystal and Sutton are really skeptical in very interesting ways. Like yes. Sutton is skeptical, but Sutton does this thing where she's skeptical. So she asks more questions. Yes. Crystal is skeptical where she's like, I'm not getting involved. Like this, yeah. I already don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I'm not going to ask questions because I already don't believe this person. Yeah, I don't believe this person. This seems very shady. And I don't want to get dragged down this Happened. Yeah. Did you hear the latest news from Ronald Richard or whatever his name is? I mean, he's Ronald, he's Ronald now kind of- he's he's getting into borderline. He's getting into the point where he is making it. He's becoming a thirst trap himself. I mean, like he's he, almost you know, so. Daniel Staub at this point, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's one. There's a limit. I mean, mm-hmm. it's one thing because you are involved in the case and you're educating others. That's one thing. But now you're going deeper. But I found out that allegedly, according to Ronald Richards, Erica invested five million in Rina's business. Uh-huh. So now, because it came from Erica Jane, not Erica Girardi, that becomes an investment in money. So now Rina's lip business is being investigated or is being subpoenaed. So Rina is trying to return the five million to Erica Jane. Also, they both have the same money manager. Oh, well, look at that. Amazing. That's the connection. That's where Ronald is going after Rena now. Amazing. That also explains why Rena and Kyle and all of them are like scared and they don't know what's happening because I have a feeling that these gals have become intertwined yeah. in their business ventures. And I think that's also why they've been so quote unquote supportive. It's like as yes. long as Erica does, if Erica doesn't drown, then we don't drown with her. Yeah. Which is a really dumb move because yeah. what you should yeah. be doing is you should be cutting your ties with her and moving on. That's mm-hmm. what you should be doing. But, yeah. You know, they're idiots. So, which makes me think maybe that Mauricio and PK are involved. No, I think in the previews for the mid-season trailer, it definitely mm-hmm. looks like the men are doing a lot of speaking about how this is mm-hmm. all not adding up. No, I feel like the Mauricio and PK involved with each other's business. Oh, yeah, I mean. yes. That's why they're hanging out together. They get oh. along together. Something mm-hmm. else is happening. So now that PK owes and Dorita owes one point three million dollars in back taxes, yeah. You know, here's the thing. Back taxes are still, I mean, it's not great. Yeah, it's not great, but you can make an arrangement to pay it off. Why even wait until you get to a point where it becomes a news article? Yeah, and it's nothing for Robin Dixon to not pay $90,000 because she didn't even know how taxes were, which I totally believe because Dixons are not wealthy. No. They're just normal like us. Yeah. They just are famous. Yeah. But that's not true for these guys. These yeah. guys are professional businessmen who know how to move money around. That's true. Obviously, the difference between owing back taxes and owing your clients of personal injury <laughs> <laughs> money is that those people... That's, yeah. bu- that's a business that's like yeah. that's like you yeah. somebody paid yeah. you for a service and you didn't give them the money you know Correct. that's yeah that's basically what it is so mm-hmm. anyway now with erica she comes in and she's boy does she have so many different personas that we're seeing her we meet mm-hmm. erica the penny pincher okay oh. she's learned how to yeah. pay a bill you guys yeah yeah erica the sweeper oh she loves to sweep <laughs> she loves to sweep she said that well yeah bitch we yeah. know you're yeah. sweeping shit under the rug yeah, for yeah. seasons. Kathy took the um, the grill brush yeah. and tried to just destroy Kyle's floor. I know. 
Yeah. I also like just don't want to watch these dummies pretend like they're Betty homemakers. Like, okay, Kathy came with a driver. She doesn't go anywhere. She doesn't drive anywhere. Yeah. Kyle, why are you acting like you couldn't just get a chef or a catering done and have some why are you making them all eat your dumb lasagna? Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Now Erica sits and she starts spilling all this shit about Tom. Now, how do you think Tom Girardi broke his ankle? Okay. So Tom Girardi, uh-huh. he was trying to get away from Erica to go meet his girlfriend, the judge. Mm-hmm. And then he went down the hill and he got a phone call saying the feds are coming after you. So he made the wrong turn, went down the hill, fell over, called okay. his girlfriend, called 911, called his girlfriend and was taken off to the hospital. That's when Erica found him. Oh. Like a day later. Interesting. And she was like, where are you? And he's like, I had an accident behind her house. And she's like, oh, I didn't know. I think that he probably just slipped in their kitchen and broke his ankle. But ta- um, but Erica's been watching a lot of Hallmark Channel. She's been watching a lot of, what is that, Lifetime? She's been watching Lifetime movies in quarantine. And so she was like, you know what? These are great ideas. Let me write them down for this new persona I'm doing. So you think Erica messed around with his breaks? (laughs) No, no. Well, (laughs) maybe. Maybe. That's true. But I think that Erica... It's a a winding road behind their house. But apparently people are looking up on Google Maps and there is no cliff behind their house. No, there is a cliff and it goes, goes back and forth. That is there. Okay. However, she's like, this man has been driving that road for 25, 30 years, and then he goes off of the road. She almost, some people are saying she's implying that he tried to kill himself because he knew what was coming. The other is saying that, oh, she's trying to support him to show that he was indeed having dementia so that he can save himself so that they can get back together and then the money can be transferred back to him. This is their plan. The third and more possible conspiracy theory, which I have, is that she and Mikey messed around with the breaks. Oh my God. Well, all I think all of those things are great, but I think the greatest I'm, purpose... Like, I, I think, have such a dark humor. I've been doing this for three episodes now. <laughs> I think... While I think those are all great theories, I think ultimately the purpose of the story was to distract us from the fact that Tom Girardi has been sued and is likely going to need to pay people millions and millions of dollars. And some of that money is hidden within Erica. Like she is just, she is using these stories to distract people from the facts. And the Mm -hmm. facts are that Tom owes people money. Mm -hmm. The money that Tom owes them, he invested some of it into Erica. Mm -hmm. Erica is being sued along with Tom because Erica is an asset that Tom mm-hmm. invested his money into and because mm-hmm. they were married. Like, why are people not understanding that the issue here is not, oh, did Erica have a bad marriage? And did Erica, it doesn't fucking matter if Erica had a bad marriage. Tom she- invested his money into Erica Jane. Erica mm-hmm. Jane now owes people money, period, point blank. Like, there's nothing yeah. else to really discuss. Right. Besides Erica's bad acting. And Erica knew she had a bad marriage because she's saying that she has, he has been cheating could be one of many women that he was sleeping around with, which is not the case a few years ago. And Tom was like on a pedestal. Yeah. You know, and now a few all years of a sudden, ago, Tom just in Tahoe. Just yeah. in Tahoe. Yeah. 
He was like a lawyer's his life, and that's all he cares about is being a lawyer and blah blah blah. And I love that he lets me be who I am. That's what yeah. I love about Tom. Yeah. We're so close. Yeah. We're eating together. We're eating. You know, we're spending all this yeah. time, together. time together. All this shit. Like everybody she, is really distracted. How it is like? Oh, we are together and we're eating together and we are spending so much time together. Brought us closer. And then just the very next scene, it's like, oh, we were together during the pandemic and I would talk and I would get no response from it. She keeps saying how, oh, you guys have no idea what I've been through. And it's like, yeah, yeah. nobody knows what you've been through because you're a liar and you've mm-hmm. never told us what's been going on. Nobody knows you. Mm-hmm. Also, I think the what's being really left out, and I hope they talk about this at the reunion, is Erica mm-hmm. already filed for divorce in the spring of 2020. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Oh, so no- yeah. So November, she moved out. November so she moved out, but yeah. hold on, let me confirm that because I'm pretty sure I heard that. Is it 2020 or 2019? That's no. what I'm. Oh, okay, no. So she did. Erica was subpoenaed in May 2020, and in September 2020, they knew that there was no money left for and then Erica. November she moved out. Okay, yeah. So fine, she didn't file for divorce in spring, but she did she, know about it. Yeah, she knew about. She it. was aware she of it. Knew and there she was, was no aware money. of all of it. Yeah, she was she aware, was aware that there's no money. She was aware of everything that was going on. And this whole narrative that like, oh, Tom just, he's always shut me down and he doesn't let me talk and blah, blah, blah. Like that all could be true. But the problem with Erica, and I think that hope, I hope that, I don't think she'll realize it because she's she's delusional and she's a narcissist, is that Erica has told too many lies for people mm-hmm. to believe her anymore. You yeah. put on a persona for years and years and years on TV, and now you expect us to just drop it and mm-hmm. suddenly care about it. Oh, you love Tom. He lets you be who you are, but also Tom is having an affair. Oh, you love Tom, and he he's so supportive of Erica Jane, and we've seen him like have tears in his eyes watching her on yeah. stage, yeah. but also Tom is super controlling, and yeah. he doesn't let me have a voice. Yeah. You You say all these things, and they don't add up. None yeah. of it adds up. Oh, he's never yeah. been warm. He never gave me a hug. All this yeah. shit. He's so aggressive to me now. And I think he's aggressive because of dementia. But also, he's always been aggressive in the marriage. It's like, you. we don't know anything about Tom and we can't believe anything about Tom because you've told us lies. But I think she's also using that as a way to continue to tell lies because she thinks, well, people aren't going to be able to figure it out because yeah. I've set them on so many winding roads. Right. But the facts are the facts again. You owe people money yeah. and they have to get it somehow. Go back to the basics. That's all it is. You owe people money and you're being an asshole right now. You yeah. don't show any sympathy. If None. you showed some sympathy, then you would have some leeway there. But the fact that you don't show any sympathy and you're trying to grab at the money that is owed to people who deserve it, whether you deserve it as part of your divorce is a whole moot point. That is your debt is further. Uh, it's way, way, way below their debt. Their debt comes first. Yes, that's exactly. basically it. That's how law works. Their debt comes first. So. You have to pay your dues for being ignorant, whether it was willful or not, before you get what is due to you. You yeah. are not the victim here. You're not the only victim here, and you're not the biggest victim here. You have to sit back and let the courts do what they do and see what you find, what you get in the end, and you make it nothing. And so all of all of the stuff you might have put up with and all of your years with Tom may amount to nothing, but that's what you get what you pay you enjoyed your life you enjoyed your life in a private jet 
jetting around the con of the world and being Erica Jane and doing all of that shit. You got that. But beyond that, you have no. There's literally a clip of her from a couple of seasons ago saying, I'm rich, sue me. Yeah. Hilarious. Yes. Well, ma'am, there are. And yeah. so it's time for you to, you know, pay the piper. Yeah. yeah. If if Teresa had to go to prison for really being truly dumb. Yeah. Because nobody thinks that Teresa was really smart enough to conspire. She was just dumb. Mm -hmm. But she still owed money. Yeah. And she was still defrauding whether she knew it or not she was defrauding she paid abuse she went to jail erica needs to go to prison erica knew way more than than Teresa. if erica came on the show and said tom invested money into me tom gave me a lot of money in our marriage i lived a very luxurious life but i didn't know where that money was coming from and now i'm being roped into all of this mm -hmm. i would have a little bit more sympathy hey. but the thing is she's glazing over that information and all she mm -hmm. keeps saying is i have no idea why they're all coming yeah. for me and yeah. everybody wants to bring me down because they don't want to see me doing well it's like no, yeah. that's not why. And I think yeah. that's what's frustrating and that's what's tone deaf. So. Yeah, people would actually have some respect for her. Yeah. She would still, but legally, she would still owe money. Yeah. That doesn't go away. Yeah. But, but at the very least, we would actually believe some of it. Yeah, but nothing that she's saying is believable. Yeah. But I can't yeah. wait because it looks like from the mid-season trailer that after this trip, maybe, we're going to go into the ladies coming in on her because people are getting more and more information. And really asking a lot more questions about what's going on. And now I think it's like, okay, well, we heard your sob story, but let's talk about the widows and the orphans, bitch. Yeah. And yeah. obviously Erica is going to turn on them and scream at them. And I can't wait. But I also don't know if it makes any difference to any of these women because they have their own shit to hide. Now they are panicking about that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So they are all. I don't care. Going. I don't really care. They're not going to drag her the way others would. No, they're not. But the internet will drag them, and that's yeah. what I love about Beverly Hills. I love the fact that the ladies on Beverly Hills consistently, every single season, stay on the wrong side of history. <laughs> they always pick the wrong side, yeah. and then yeah. they're like, "People hate us, and we don't understand yeah. why." And it's like, "Because yeah. you're idiots." I mean, that's why they, um, they went in on Denise, and they went in on um, Lisa with less. Proof and less data points than yeah. they are doing for Erica. Somehow everything Erica says is true, but what yeah. Denise said about her private sex life is not. Exactly. All right, let's talk about Rahasa's of New York now. Um, yeah. We open up on the morning after the situation with Sonia and Brashan, and we find out that overnight, Sonia and Brashan had an altercation. Sonia is in Leah's room, and Brashan comes up to get a melatonin. Leah, they were just fighting. Why did you let Brashan come up for a melatonin? You should have been like, you know what? Let me bring you the melatonin because Sonia is over here and she's belligerent right now. Yeah. But she comes up. Brashan says, I love you, Sonia, but she's drunk. Yeah. That's all she says. And Sonia yeah. pops off. And let me tell you something. What upset me the most was that Sonia thinks that she has the right to get into the face of a woman of color like this in the same way that Luann thought it was okay for her to kick Ebony out of her house and tell Ebony that, oh, you're so angry. It's a different method to send the same message, which is, I think I'm better than you. Mm -hmm. That's why it was so triggering for me to watch that. Mm -hmm. And it was especially triggering because the next day, Leah, Lou... And not Ramona, but Leah and Lou basically are blaming Brashan because they think Brashan is an antagonizer. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Leah, Leah, there you go. There you go, Ebony. Leah. Yeah. 
That's your friend. Yeah, yeah, that's your friend. That's your friend who thinks that it's okay. It like it's it okay me- for a drunk white woman to get into the face of a non-drunk black woman. Yeah, or tipsy black woman. Tipsy black woman, and then the black woman is to blame for the reaction, and not the drunk white woman who instigating it in the first place. Yeah, and Sonia is doing a black scent. Sonia yeah. is doing a black scent and using hand gestures that makes yeah. it look like she's a white girl who's trying to f- fight in a caricature way of what she thinks black, how she thinks black people yeah. fight. And she gets into Brashan's face and she breaks the fire extinguisher glass, which is insanity. Yeah. Then the next morning, Sonia, all she can remember is Brashan's the one that started all this. Brashan has to apologize to the women. Yeah. But Sonia never says sorry. No. Sonia throughout the entire episode doesn't say sorry. She says to Brashan, you you yeah. betrayed my trust because I was talking to you about my life, which is like you're telling Brashan the same things that you've been telling everybody for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. trust? It's not like you gave her your social security number that like mm-hmm. you're acting like, oh, I'm I'm best friends with Brashan now after spending what 72 hours with her mm-hmm. and she called me drunk. Like yeah. Sonia's a fucking mess. But yeah. more than anything, these are all people who enable Sonia to be this way. That's what I I was thinking. Sonia is a drunk mess, but Leah and um, Ramona, especially Luann, are the ones that enable her. They say they're going to confront her about the drinking, but they don't confront her about her actions. Yes, does that make sense? Yeah, they are talking yes. to her about that like, you're drunk and alcohol is to blame for your actions, but they are not necessarily bringing her actions to the forefront. Sonia, this is what you did, and this yeah. is wrong. Yeah. If they had said, instead of drinking, Sonia, you are drinking too much, and that's not okay, and we are afraid of you. Instead of that, they should have said, Sonia, this is what you did yesterday, and it was wrong. And you think alcohol is to blame. Yeah, exactly. But nobody brings up what she said to Bershan, what she did to Bershan, what she did to the fire hydrant. She, they don't bring any of that into the picture. They're only talking about her drinking. Yeah. Which is, uh, in, uh, from Sonia's point of view, well, shit, you guys have done worse. Yeah. So who are you to judge me and who are you to tell me anything? But Sonia doesn't even remember and they don't even bring up what she did to Bershan. And I think what's But really- they do bring up what Bershan did. They what? bring it down all the time to Bershan. But what I think is really fucked up, and this is where it's like, I really... I think that sometimes, here's the thing. I recognize that I am harder on Ebony and her actions sometimes mm-hmm. and how she's responding to these women just because I expect more from her. I expect more from Ebony than these dumbass white women. I do. And that's because Ebony is more like us than she is like these dumb white women, right? So it's, mm-hmm. I just expect more from her. And yeah. I expected her to say, you guys, there is a cultural, there's a cultural implication here there's a dynamic here that we're not talking about, which is mm-hmm. Sonia is a white woman who got into Brashan's face and wanted mm-hmm. to throw hands. And we don't do that. But mm-hmm. all Ebony says is I'm not going to give Brashan a black pass. And Lou is saying Ramona needs to reel her in about Brashan. You, she needs to reel this woman in. Yeah. There, what is the implication there is really fucked up. 
Yeah. It's like Lou is saying like Ramona's like her master and mm-hmm. she needs to reel in her little black friend. And that's yeah. that's the way it sounded and it's so fucking problematic. But yeah. at the end it just broke my heart that Brashan says she's crying and she says I acted familiar with people I wasn't familiar with. And yeah. even then Sonia is being so dismissive and so mean. Yeah. She doesn't she's like rolling her fucking eyes. It's so yeah. messed up. It was just like it was hard to watch, but it was yeah. also it was hard to watch, but it was kind of like the payoff was nice to see that Sonia just continued to make herself look stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like in this situation, yeah, Bershawn maybe may have done too much with Sonia, but Sonia's inability to take any accountability only proves that Sonia is always going to be in the wrong. And that yeah. makes me feel better. I'm like, all right, whatever. Sonia is yeah. a mess. Yeah. You know, yeah. Bershawn is coming Sonia, out on top. Sonia here. really, I mean, I like Sonia too, to some certain extent. I think she's a broken, broken, broken woman. But I also think that um, she is, she shouldn't be on the show anymore. She should not. I think the show is enabling her bad behavior, but not really helping her improve her lot in life. I mean, this is her paycheck. There's yes. nothing, there's no other income. So this is what she's working on. If this show stops, Sonia has nothing. She knows it. Yeah. But I think it's not helpful. I mean, how many years can we go with her destructive behavior, self-destructive behavior? And now the show is enabling that. Unless she goes to rehab. Unless she goes to rehab, which she doesn't think that she needs to. So Mm -hmm. they all prepare to go to the seance. And Leah, Ramona, and Lou have the bright idea to hold an intervention at a bar. Yes. With drinks around. With so Ramona uh, comes in with a glass of wine to sit down do and talk. That at, why wouldn't you do that before you leave the house? You were all in the same house. And then yeah. Luann. Oh, Leah is so dumb. Leah so dumb. And then Luann says in this intervention, she says, I got arrested for less than what Sonia did. <laughs> Luann, you threatened to kill a cop. You and you got out of being. handcuffs. Yeah. You threatened a human being. Yeah. You, <laughs> Sonia broke some glass. And what's funny to me is the whole time Luann is like, people were around. There were people in the lobby. They were watching. Like, Luann is only ever afraid of what people are seeing and saying about her. She never cares about the actual impact of her actions. She only thinks about what are people going to say about me. It's so stupid. Ramona Ramona says that she thinks Sonia is in denial. And I don't think she's wrong because Sonia says she doesn't drink all the time. She only drinks with them. She doesn't really have alcohol at her house. And this could all be true. But Sonia, if your drinking only leads to this point, then mm-hmm. you have a drinking problem. Yeah. Period. Sonia, so I feel like Sonia thinks that if she doesn't drink she and she doesn't have some of her antics, then she's not going to have this job. Yeah. What I also th- have to point out about Lou is Lou is like, oh, Brashan told Sonia she's drunk. You never tell a drunk person that they're drunk. Um, did you forget Cartagena? Yeah. Did you forget when you came for Dorinda? When you said she's starting? Yeah. So were you to blame there, Luann? All of the times that Dorinda has gotten mad at yeah. Lou for yeah. calling her drunk while she's mm-hmm. very drunk. Yeah. Now Lou is pretending like, oh, Brashan is being held, you know, Brashan needs to be held to that standard without ever right. holding herself to it. Right. It's bullshit. Yeah. It was funny that Leah problematic Leah, problematic Luan, and problematic Ramona would try to tell Sonia that she was the problematic one. Yeah. All four of you. Yeah. It's like a problematic circle jerk in that bar. Yes. It's insane. (laughs) (laughs) 
was. It was crazy. Oh, my God. Then they do the seance. Um, you know, again, I appreciate that Brashan and Ebony are like, we're not doing the spooky shit. Like, this is just not, this is, again, it's like white people stuff. Like, oh, we're going to go to a haunted dinner. It's like, Ooh. you guys don't have enough fear in your life as just like privileged white women that you need to go into a space where you're going to be haunted by dead white men. Like, I don't understand why you put yourself in this situation. Let's go to the seance. So there is this woman. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other guy who yeah. probably is our intern. Yeah. Learning to do seance. Right? He's running her bads also along with learning from her. <laughs> as he's interns her, do. He's her pickles. He's her pickles. <laughs> and... So she starts something and then they hold their hands and pray or whatever. And then something falls, something moves, something happens. Yeah. And they I, all get scared. Like, it's that it feels like it's so much like a gimmick. Nobody explains what it is, but something big sound happens. Yeah. And good. then the guy starts off on Luan and Luan. No, he just starts with Bershan. Bershan, yes. What does he do? What does he tell Bershan? He says, Bershan is a regular goat, but it's time for her to be a mountain goat. Oh, my God. (laughs) like, I see mountain goats. (laughs) You know, you keep wondering, how did they get up there? That's you. I feel like he's reading the menu for the restaurant. Like, what goat? I feel like like he was watching Animal Planet just before he walked into Okay. And Bershan is like, Okay, you just call me a mountain girl. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> that yeah. is that is the depth that he can go to. But then he goes to Luan, and Luan saying- just eviscerates him. She's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then for the rest of the read, he's just yeah, yeah. it's like. <laughs> He's like, I failed. <laughs> yeah, but also Luann <laughs> pretends like, I have no idea what this man is talking about. Like, But the actual read he gives her is like pretty accurate where he's like, there's somebody here who's saying that there is a guy that you're currently with who's maybe not right for you. It's yeah. like, okay. It's it's pretty specific because Luann does have a guy in her life, Garth, who yeah. is probably not right for her. <laughs> But yeah. Luann always has a guy in her life who's probably not right for her. And then he's like, but you'll be fine about it. Yeah. Okay. You know that too. <laughs> if you watch Roby, you know that. Exactly. <laughs> so then after that, he fails. And then he just sits quiet. But yeah. do you, what do you think of the other woman? Okay. So then we go to Leah. Now the, the head bitch in charge, the head mm-hmm. seancer in charge, <laughs> the head witch the bo- in charge. The boss, the boss lady. Yeah, the, the boss, boss lady. This mm-hmm. little, um, like if the if the is she tea kettle from, well the is tea she English if, or well, Irish if, or? if the tea kettle from Beauty and the Beast was a real life person, it would be yeah. this lady. Yes, Miss <laughs> Potts. And he Ms. would, Potts. He, yeah, and he would be the cup. What's, oh, what's the name chip. of the cup? Chips. <laughs> yes, Miss Potts and chips. That's yes. who they are. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, so we go to Leah, and Leah says she's skeptical about this whole thing. And so is her, potentially her grandmother who is coming through in this reading. But I'm like, Leah, if you're skeptical about all of this, why did you plan this whole fucking trip? Mm -hmm. This is your trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. You've convinced us this is your trip. Yeah. You planned this whole outing and you're like, I'm so skeptical of this. Like, shut up, Leah. Yeah. Then we go to Ebony. Now I have to say. The reading so, no, but the woman said was very specific with Leah, and she said that you are learning Judaism, you're studying oh, yeah. Judaism. 
So I'm wondering if Leah was wearing something like a bracelet or something that gave off. I think the woman could be right. Yeah. I don't I I think the lady like kind of knew what she was talking about, but also yeah. whenever this stuff happens on reality TV, I'm like production told them. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't, you know. Yeah. So then we go to Ebony, and Ebony's reading I have to say is yeah. it made me emotional. Yeah. yeah. I was crying. Yeah. I was because crying for Ebony the next was three. crying because Ebony that was really emotional. Yeah. Was so Ebony's she says she knows Ebony's grandma has just passed. Mm -hmm. And her grandma says, you know, you should be a tough, strong woman and I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. And okay, so I might actually, I just read my notes and I remembered why I was crying. Ebony talks about how her grandmother was this really larger than life personality. And it was really difficult for her to see her grandmother in dementia mm -hmm. and being not the person that she was anymore. Mm -hmm. And she said, I missed her for so long. And I started crying because I feel that way about my dad these days. Mm -hmm. My dad has dementia and he is a, he was a very larger than life person mm -hmm. and he was very social and he was very loud. And, mm -hmm. um, and it's been really tough because he's there, he's here, he's alive, mm -hmm. but he's not the person that he used to be anymore. And I missed yeah. my dad, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. that made me cry. Oh, yeah. Sorry to bring it down. <laughs> no. no but fine. speaking of dads, Sonia then has a reading and she has all this unfinished business with her father who was apparently it's... an alcoholic, which like, how are we just learning this about Sonia Morgan? Yeah. She's been talking for so long about the Morgan letters and how much she cares about the Morgan stuff. And it makes so much more sense because she's a very troubled actual family life. Yeah, and we and don't she know about. She thinks of the Morgan family as her family because she never had her own proper family, and yes. she probably looked at her husband as a father figure. Yes, and so that feels like when he divorced her, it feels like second. It's bringing up all the aban abandonment issues with her own father. Yeah, and this is why. Sonia is always looking for somebody who will take care of her. But it almost seemed like Sonia was not phased by the fact that this happened. It felt yeah, like she was aware that this was going to happen. Like yeah. Sonia probably has gone to a couple of seances and it's always her father who comes yeah. up. And the woman says you have to go to a real therapist, not yeah. just a healer. <laughs> she, yeah. The woman is like shading her own kind. Yeah. She's like... Yeah. I'm a, I am a psychic and a, I'm doing yeah. a seance, but I'm telling you, don't go to a random healer. Yeah, yeah. She's like, listen, I can go to sell a medical you, professional. Yeah, I can sell you some jelly beans to make you think this is real, but that no, 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 no. Your problems are much bigger than this. Yeah, that's when I got. That's when I had a lot of respect for her. She's like, no, Mrs. Potts was really sweet. <laughs> then, then we go to Ramona, uh -huh. and this is super sad. Yeah. Well, she has talked about her brother before. This yeah. is something that she has talked before. And she's as she has said that he was a lost soul. But basically, the seance woman says that yeah, Mrs. Potts says that he's still a lost soul, even in the afterlife. Here's the thing. Yeah. Did you notice on the table they had a bunch of stuff? Ramona have? had a picture of her brother on the table. And they had oh. cut to that picture earlier. Yeah. Oh. So I think a lot of the women brought objects. Mm -hmm. To, I think they do that sometimes where you bring in an object yeah. and you try to yeah. channel the energy from there. Yeah. Here's another thing I feel in so a lot of these did situations. Bring. 
She brought leftovers of Garth's lamb curry. <laughs> That's why the whole Garth and lamb, they were sitting together. It got all mixed up. It got mixed up. <laughs> so, I think one time at a holiday party a couple of years ago, there was a guy who was one of those like mentalists who like finds yeah. out all these things about you yeah. and calls people on stage and, yeah. you know, yeah. knows all these things about you that you wouldn't yeah. have known otherwise. The way that those people work is usually before they perform, they're walking around and they have people yeah. walking around for them to listen in on conversations. Right. And once they hear a conversation that they think is a little bit interesting, they will use that person to come up on stage, do the whole shtick on them. Now, yeah. I think if they had all these objects out, I wouldn't be surprised that everybody said, talked about what these objects are. Yeah. And so Mrs. Potts may have her. Now, I'm not trying to take away the legitimacy for Mrs. Potts, yeah. but I am taking away the legitimacy for <laughs> Mrs. Potts because because <laughs> I was like, why are these objects here if not to talk about them? That and, was the, that was the maybe they were all in that room before she walked in and they were talking about it. And yep. once she walked in, that's when all the maybe the equipment that was being used yeah. is what fell down. Yeah. Possible. Is that big noise? Yeah. <laughs> Or, I mean, that's maybe why the apprentice, the intern, Chip, uh-huh. <laughs> Mrs. Chip. Potts Chip, that's why he was maybe not on his A-game because at the time that he should have been reading his notes, he was looking at the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Good curry. <laughs> but I thought this was a great episode. I thought uh, this was one of like a, this was like a classic uh, New York Ronnie, episode. Yeah. Me. Yeah. It was a classic Ronnie episode where somebody gets called out for being drunk <laughs> by somebody else who's already drunk. <laughs> who just got sober like yesterday. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Wow. But it was an exciting week. So that's it for this week. I'll talk to you from sunny Mexico on Wednesday. Oh my God. I'm so jealous right now. It's okay. Don't be jealous of the fact that I have to spend the next two days packing. That's true. For but myself and for, for my children. Yeah, and evidently, is. at some point, my husband will say, hey, you forgot to pack this one thing of mine. And then I'm going to turn around and scream at him at the airport and say, excuse me, I had to pack for myself and the kids. Yeah, All you had to do was pack for yourself. Don't yeah. blame me for this shit. And that's how my Courage. vacation yeah. will start. <laughs> yeah. It's always um, chargers. Yeah. It's chargers. Yeah. Oh, I forgot my laptop charger. It's your fucking fault, dude. Yeah. So don't yeah. be jealous of me recording from San New Mexico. Because in order to get there, I have to pack and also fight with my husband. You know what helps? Which what I did with my kid and my husband is I give them both lists of things they often forget. Oh, that's really smart. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, that's it for this week. We will talk to you on Wednesday. Okay, bye.